today with Claire Byrne on RTE Radio 1, sponsored by Cash and Carry Kitchens. At the heart of Irish homes for over 40 years. Cashandcarrykitchens.ie Email todaycb at rte.ie now, the Transport Minister, Eamon Ryan, last week unveiled a grants package of up to €21 million Euro to promote the development of charging infrastructure for electric vehicles on our road network. But most charging takes place at home. Electric vehicle sales are behind target. So what is the current state of the network? How much do we need? Well, I'm joined by EV driver and motoring journalist Mark Noble, who many of you may know from his YouTube channel, Nobby on Cars. And Ushin Coughlin is here as well, Chief Executive of Friends of the Earth. So, Mark, you are somebody who regularly uses the infrastructure. So I used it 20 minutes ago. Right. So what's it like? It was good today. Uh, but I was using one side and a beautiful S-Class Mercedes was on the other side. So if anyone else wanted to use that today, I assume the, the driver, the other driver was gone on the dart somewhere. So it's blocked mm-hmm. for and the next eight hours. Is that the biggest problem that people are taking a long time to charge? And that's not their fault either, really, is it? Um, well, with that typically charge I'm talking about today was a, a slower charge. So the idea of that is you, you plug in, you have eight hours till you get an overstay fee on that. That's not the faster, big, huge blue charges you see in uh, fuel stations, for example. Mm-hmm. Um, they're the ones that seem to cause the most annoyance for people. They're the ones where I recently witnessed two grown men almost coming to blows. Over a fast charger? Over a fast charger. So I was sitting there charging and I was seeing people arriving, but there's no, you don't get a ticket mm-hmm. when you're in the other spaces that aren't marked for EVs. So how do you know that I'm around the corner waiting longer than you are? Mm-hmm. And that's what happened here. And I could see the guy who was genuinely next in line. The other guy got frustrated and got out of his car, right up to his window, pointing in his face. I, I actually filmed it for TikTok, but their faces were blurred. So you couldn't identify them. But Because I, I love kind of pointing out the good and the bad of charging in public in Ireland. But as you said at the start, most charging is at home. Mm -hmm. Most people are charging their cars at home. But if you are using the public network, you mentioned the fast chargers. Can everybody and should everybody use those ones? They can. Uh, They're very expensive. Um, We haven't seen any price drops despite domestic prices dropping. Mm -hmm. Um, They're not really fast enough anymore. Years ago, 50 kilowatt was called a fast charger. They need to be far, far faster. You've got main... Uh, car companies now producing cars that can do 200 kilowatt charging and we don't have uh, charges that are fit for requirement. But if you have an older car, is there any point in you using a fast charger? Yes, you, you still can. But what another sense of frustration there is some of the older cars can't receive the faster charge. But you have cars uh, that are older, just looking at the shiny new charger. I've seen it firsthand. There's an empty 50 kilowatt charger. This older technology car that can only do 50 is now hogging the 150. You've paid the extra, it's a first world problem, you've paid the extra money to get in and out of that charger quicker and you can't because it's blocked. Yes. And also those faster chargers are balanced. So if I'm getting 150 in a very expensive car, you can come along in an older Nissan Leaf as you're entitled to do, you'll pay more because it's a higher speed charger, but you'll zap my charge at speed in half. <laughs> and I'm now late for yeah. wherever I need to go. This is annoying you, I can tell. It's it, just it, the it, whole it thing is, 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 is. Is, is driving you mad. But, but Oshin, because most of the charging is happening at home, you'd wonder why we need the investment in the public charging network. 
Well, I think we've, we've heard from Mark why there's still, there is still a need for it. But it mm. is, it, I think I, there's something of a mind shift required here too in that we're, we're used to seeing a large fueling network all around the country for the, for the uh, petrol and diesel cars. And while we do need an infrastructure for electric cars, it's not the same. Like as in you, 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 most people will be doing most of their charging uh, at home. Because I think there's a difference now between range anxiety and charging anxiety in that a lot of, a lot of, uh, electric cars now have a range to cover most of your driving. It is only if you're doing those longer distances, which for most people is, is rarely. Some people have to do it more often, of course. So you need the, you need the infrastructure there for, for some people, but most of us won't actually use it most of the time. But it definitely needs to be improved. And hopefully this announcement last week, which is small enough, 21 million, but hopefully it's a step in the right direction. And it, it does make clear the government announcement that it is one step, that there are other steps planned in this, in mm-hmm. this process. So what and it is it... for the 150 kilowatt chargers at, at, at 60 kilometre intervals along the motorways. Okay, so where will they be located? Do, do we know yet? I think yet? it's primarily in service stations. In service stations. It could stations. be in other, other uh, hotels or other other like publicly accessible locations within three kilometres, I think, of, of the network around the country. It is, it is three. Uh, and I do wonder why we're subsidising the likes of Circle K. I've been to Oslo to see some of their operations and it's, you drive into a forecourt there and the fossil fuel pumps are around the back they've put them in the bowl corner. <laughs> the 12 pumps that we'd be used to here in Ireland are 350 kilowatt chargers. Um, but they don't need Eamon Ryan's money or our taxpayers' money. So, uh, you know, you have smaller Irish companies like Supermax who say they will now roll out some more. Um, maybe they're more worthy of, of funding. I, I don't know. But I think a massive oil company like Circle K, they don't need it. But what about the chargers that we see on our streets, like the first chargers that we saw uh, around Ireland? Are we investing in those, the ones now that you're not allowed to park in because they are for, for charging? Are, are they working out for people? I, I think they're very useful. Um, uh, there's very few cars on the market that can actually extract the full 22 kilowatt charging from them. Um, you should, you know, educate yourself if you're uh, thinking about buying an EV as to which cars will do that because then you're not relying on these faster charges at all. You mm-hmm. could, in an hour and a half, safely charge your car to probably 100%. Yeah, a lot of people getting in touch saying they don't have a driveway, they use on-street mm. parking. Like, they can't, and if you're living in an apartment, they can't charge at home, Oshin. That's why this is needed. Absolutely, and um, that, that's the case myself. I don't have an electric car yet, partly for that reason. My next car will be electric, but I, but I have to figure out how I'm going to charge it. I have. I saw one of my, someone who lives near me has a metal arm now that swings out across their railings. Like, it looks like an official thing. I don't know what, what the, whether it's grant-aided or not. That, so it doesn't go over the footpath, it goes goes over the, over the path and drops oh, down. So, that's an but innovation. I'm, but I'm sure it costs a bit of money, but we definitely need neighbourhood charging points too uh, so, that, so that people can access in, in, in urban areas. Although it is worth remembering that in the greater scheme of things, more and more of us in urban areas need to be facilitated to get on, out of our cars as much as possible and into buses and walking and cycling because the real need for EVs is more, is more in rural Ireland where they don't have access to mass transit and where they'll definitely need access to charging. And now the range anxiety should be less of an issue with the newer cars and the new batteries. And we need to make, make that the priority. And in urban areas, yes, we need to have better charging infrastructure, but it's as much about the other infrastructure for, for cycling and walking in buses and buses, mm-hmm. etc. So if we're talking about people in rural Ireland being more in more in need of the charging infrastructure, uh, Mark, they'll be getting those in their homes in the main, you would imagine, right? If if they have, yeah. I mean, if, if they're lucky enough to have a home, uh, yeah, absolutely. Anybody can get a charger. Um, it's the days when, I mean, last year, twice I did Dublin to Cork and back in the same day. One EV I had to stop three times. Another EV I stopped for nine minutes. 
And so explain was, that to me. One car just was not particularly efficient. One was really efficient. The drag coefficient of it was was a, a really curvaceous kind of looking car, and it looks unusual. Hyundai, uh, Hyundai Ionic Six is the name of it. It's very unusual looking, but it's really efficient. Uh, and I was able to stop at an Ionity, which, as far as I know, is a French-owned company. They're private. You'll see them in some Circle K's. Circle K are rolling out more of them now. Um, they're actually, if you have a membership, they're cheaper than the SB Networks chargers. And, and they're really, really fast. So you could, I, I literally went in, got a coffee, and nine minutes later, I was on my way again. Okay. At the very least, though, we need some standardization of information. I was talking to someone the other day who has seven apps and two fobs to be to, to manage <laughs> See, all the variety. Well, I'm trying to keep track of what you're yeah. saying so the, now as well about the chargers, Mark. If you think about market. Dublin, the biggest, in public transport, the biggest innovations recently were the Leap Card and now the flat fee, the flat yeah. fare for 90 minutes. They've made a big difference to people's user experience. Yeah. We need some sort of app, you know, meta app, so to speak, not the company, but the overarching one mm-hmm. for all the different ways of doing this. Because otherwise... You're, your head to be wrecked because yeah, I think for a lot of people who are considering an EV and if they do on the go on the occasional long journey the thoughts of adding on an hour onto that mm-hmm. to charge their car yeah. that's not including the time that you might have to wait for that charger to come exactly. free that's a real turn off I know someone who went to Cork again recently in a beautiful Porsche Taycan uh, and they were going to a funeral and they had to show face at this funeral but it, it turned into a 12 hour day because one was busy the next one was in a queue and he just said, and this person works in car sales and he said, I, I, I don't think I'm, I'm ready for them. Mm-hmm. I was talking to someone yesterday who has an electric car, which they use all around Dublin when they, whenever they need to do local driving. But they were going to Kerry for, for a break recently and they hired a, a, a regular car. Because they, they've, you know, the savings they've made from having an electric car with cheaper home charging, they used on hiring a car for the for the for that's, the week that they that's needed. No, no, that's no good. We're not. We can't. You can't go out and ve- invest in an electric car, which is no small investment, only to have to hire a fossil fuel car for when you need to do a long journey. Well, I think we will generally look at mobility more and more as a service in the future. I mean, I think some of us. I mean, I'm saying I'm going to buy an electric car next. I should really be examining: Do I need a car? Or can I? Or will there rent a cars and you know electric bicycles and cargo bikes? Will, will there be enough infrastructure around me for me not to need it? I don't feel that way now. I think I'll need a car still. Mm-hmm. Too many things and people to move around. But I guess we need to think, you know, if you see what happened to music and other things, we moved away from owning infrastructure and stuff and we moved towards renting it and subscribing. And that may be, uh, may be where this mm. goes ultimately. Yeah. And, and you're still comfortable, though, with this 21 million going to charging infrastructure as opposed to being invested in public transport and other well, this Active is, you know, by comparison with the, with the billions that are being earmarked for public transport, this is this, this is small beer, but it is it is worth doing. It's a step in the right direction. I may agree, you'd wonder, does Circle K need it? But again, it's small. If, if it gets it going, if, I mean, I think maybe we should yeah. be encouraging everyone to demand this from, from, their, from their petrol stations. And the petrol stations themselves need to think about for want of a better word, that they're just transition, like because they're going to be their, their market's going to shrink. There's going to be less and less petrol and diesel. What are they going to look like if they're going to be on the? If they're going to still be there in ten years, they need to be encouraged to plan for that transition. Mm. Well, well, we, we still got to get basic stuff right. You can't currently in Ireland charge your car if it's raining without getting wet. There's no shelter. You know, uh, there's terrible lighting in, in some points. I. Yeah. I campaigned against a particular uh, car park in Dublin on social media because it was pitch black at night time. No man or woman would be comfortable charging. And after weeks and weeks, one day I went there and suddenly it was floodlights lights were on. Well, good. It worked then. But is anybody home? That's the... (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much for coming in, Mark Noble and Oisín Coughlin. Coming up next, we have the author and journalist, Bryony Gordon. She'll be talking to us about her new book called Mad Woman. Text 51551. Today with Claire Byrne on RTE Radio 1.